0: The thingmedia.com. The network. Oh, without constraints.
1: Hi everybody, welcome to Long Term Memory. My name's Jack. And my name's Colin.
0: And today, Jack, we are going to be talking about science. And it's quite fitting because there's some science going on around us at the minute. You might hear it in the recording, you might not, but we are in the middle of some thunder, some lightning, and some heavy, heavy, rapid rain, aren't we?
1: Yes we are, we decided to take a little bit of a break from our 90s series because although people seem to be enjoying it, it's always nice to take a little break and look at something a little bit different and this was very much something that I wanted to do, Jack's Science Corner, basically because if you're the tech man, the music man, I'm more, I'm not a scientist but I do find stuff like this very very interesting, so basically mate, like see when you think about science, what's the first thing that sort of pops into your head?
0: So there's, there's a couple of things that pop into my head, and probably because I'm a 36-year-old man-child, all my references and thoughts still automatically go back to school. Um, I, I remember really, really not liking science. I remember having to pick a particular branch of science to pick as an actual subject, and I picked chemistry um, because it was the least hated one, and I still hated it. Um, but I do remember possibly one of my funniest moments in school ever was chemistry. And one of the other pupils, a guy that I knew, got asked to go to the cupboard and come back with a tripod. Go get a tripod, basically, was the the demand he was given. Off he went to the cupboard and he came back with a clamp stand, right? (laughs) And the teacher just made a cunt of him for for want of a better impression, right? Just actually embarrassed him in front of the whole class, right? And made him keep going back to the cupboard till he got a tripod. (laughs) Right? And he was coming out with fucking boons and burners. He was coming out with beakers, all sorts of stuff, right? And in the, in the end of it, it resulted in the teacher basically saying to him, I want you to get a tripod. Try. That's the key word to try. What does that mean? And he's like, I'll try and find one. <laughs> <laughs> Dear man. And literally tears coming down me and a couple of boys' faces at this because it was so funny, but it was so excruciating for this poor lad who finally, finally guessed that try meant free, and he came back with a three-legged tripod. Um, but yeah, of all the things we learned, or they tried to teach us, all the sort of stuff that went on, my memory is some poor guy getting made an arseum
1: by a teacher because he didn't know what a tripod was. See, that's kind of funny because my memories of science are kind of similar. I've told the story about the boy getting caught having a wank in science, <laughs> and got the thing in Boris because of it. I've been over that before, but that wasn't at my school. That was at our school. But chemistry just seems to lead to a little bit of wackiness because it's chemistry that pops into my mind as well. Thinking about science back at school, and within a fortnight, so we would have been what fifteen something, fourth year, so it would have been standard grade science at the time. I don't know how the teacher kept his job. To be fair, because one week this boy came in and he ate a bit of lithium. Like, you know how the shit you would. I don't know if you would remember this from science, like lithium. You. You, the teacher would cut a slice of it, a really like an onion slice, like in Goodfellas, and drop it in water, and it would explode, basically. Yeah, it's, it's not something you're eating. Po- no, he, this boy popped a bit of it in his mouth, um, so the ambulance get called. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this boy was a fucking idiot, man. Like, this, like around about the same time, this makes seem a little bit weird to people outside of Scotland, but during P.E. for a, a month in Scotland, we do dancing, we do Scottish social, dancing. Social dancing, yeah. Social dancing, basically, instead of P.E., and this boy walked in and I don't know why. I don't know why he walked into a full fucking gym hall full of fourteen year olds in his pants. Wow. And just, just in his tighty whities, Wow. Because he forgot his he forgot his uniform. I don't know why he walked in the gym hall anyway. He was obviously not right in the head, so he's eating the lithium. He ends up in hospital. Then about a fortnight later, there's a chloride spill in the same class and two girls a uh, turn yellow because they inhale a source of chlorine <laughs> and have to go to the hospital as well. An ambulance turns up, so that was twice. And I fortnight that the ambulance had to come to basically save children from under the... this awful teacher. From this awful, awful teacher, yes. We used to do really childish things with this guy, like at, say, quarter past three, everybody used to drop the pencil at once. <laughs> you know, like, shit like that. Like, as a child, that that old stuff, man. And he would go off his nut absolutely infuriated, but there was nothing they could do because you can't discipline 20 children uh, yeah. in the same class. So we, we did
0: similar. We we Our school was getting renovated at one point. We were put into huts, and there was huts that basically they put two huts together with an adjoining middle, and the teachers used to go into in the middle bit and talk to each other. And whenever our English teacher used to go into the middle bit to talk to the other teacher, we would all basically turn our desks around so that we were facing the back wall. And they would come in, there would be 30 people with their backs to them. And then another boy used to jump out the hut window and then come back round and the teacher could never understand how he was in the class one minute and then coming in the front door of the class the next because he used to keep missing them jumping out the window. Utterly <laughs> pointless <laughs> stuff. Um yeah. Social dancing was an absolute highlight in our school, by the way. We loved it. Um, you know, like you watch American movies, and like the most important thing in the world is who you're taking to prom. Yes. Ours was who's your social dancing partner going to be? It was serious business. Yeah.
1: I remember when it was boys' choice. You used to sort of shuffle over, um, all <laughs> nervous, to ask to get you fancied to dance. You know, you know that just picked dance.
0: Like you started to, started planning in October who you were going to ask and all that sort of stuff.
1: mentally they just fucking put you in groups together. Like you go with her. You <laughs> what? What would you mean? I don't want to dance with fucking Fat Claire. You might <laughs> I have an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's. Like, I don't want to dance with Fat Jack. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite a good dancer actually. But yeah, social dancing seems a little bit of a strange one to people outside of Scotland, but that's what we would do for a month in physical education, and maybe it shows in our sporting prowess. <laughs> no UFC roundup of the week. <laughs> science
0: science.
1: So that's about Bill Nye the Science Guy, who's one of the more famous sort of scientists. One thing that pops to mind for me, I don't know if you ever used to watch this when you were younger, there was a film and then it got made into a TV show, mate, Weird Science?
0: Yeah, so you mentioned this to me the other day and I have no memory of it whatsoever. I am Googling it as we speak to even see if any images of it can bring it back to life and stuff, but no, I do not remember this at all. I don't even recognise any of the actors or actresses in it.
1: Right, okay, so a very brief outline of what I can remember because I've not watched it in nearly 20 odd years but two boys made a woman weird signs and they made like the perfect woman that they were in control of basically so there's a little bit of underlying naughtiness there but it was by John Hughes who was obviously a massive filmmaker back in the sort of early 90s made Home Alone like massive hits back in the day and then after Home Alone he could never sort of reach that peak again speaking about that have you seen the thing on Netflix what's it called the movies that made us.
0: I think I've seen the video games version of that. I might have seen some of the movies, and I'm not sure. There's It rings a bell for sure anyway. There's, there's a lot of John Hughes stuff on that.
1: Well, Home Alone is on it. Um, the ones I've watched so far have been about the making of Die Hard, the making of Home Alone, and the making of Forrest Gump, um, three, three of my sort of most favourite films. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. It tells you like about behind the scenes, how it get made, budget things, how they've done the special effects, the time limits, Ghostbusters was in there as well. So if you're into your films, then I'd, i sort of recommend that, especially your sort of nostalgic films of the sort of 80s and 90s that you can sort of look back on. But we won't go too much into Weird Science then if you um haven't ever seen it. The, the girl in it, she did star in Kingpin. Uh, she was... Oh, was a fucking she was just a hot woman, <laughs> Claudia. Claudia, isn't Claudia. The, the yeah. super hot. Yeah, um, yeah. So she, she's Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, Madeline, Angel. I think her name is. We did a pod and back
0: in the day about Kingpin. I, I don't think you liked Kingpin, did you?
1: No, I wasn't a massive fan of it. And mm. Simon, Meek, I'm pretty sure she's a listener, mate. How you doing? Hear it, like. It was him that suggested it. I'm still, I still hold a bitter grudge because I didn't. <laughs> That might be sacrilege to some people. Some people think that King Ping is one of the funniest best comedies ever made. I just thought it was dog jobbies, to be perfectly honest with you. Um I didn't enjoy it when I was younger and I certainly didn't enjoy it when I watched it when I was thirty-five again. So
0: <laughs> I actually quite enjoyed it. I liked it. Um I probably liked it more when we watched it back than I remember for liking it at the time. So we're all different, aren't we? But I I don't know how comfortable I'm being on the same side of something as Simon Meek, but there we go.
1: <laughs> that's it, that's it. I decided to pull together the future in inverted commas and I found a nice list of things that scientists are doing at the moment that are pretty wacky and well it sounds like they're going to like be the future. So we'll just take a wee saunter through what scientists are up to at the moment and as Ellie, see I thought this would have been done many, many years ago, but in January twenty twenty one Israeli surgeons implanted the world's first artificial corner into a a blind person a 70 year old old man so this guy couldn't see a fucking thing then when his bandages were removed he could read he recognized his family members immediately like the implant like infuses natural human tissue into the the eye so it doesn't reject it but this guy couldn't see a fucking thing and he basically put new eyes in him that's mad
0: yeah that's amazing um I, I didn't I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know they'd been experimenting with that sort of stuff and that was a thing because that's a game changer. We always have this chat, it comes up a lot, doesn't it? Like If you had to lose your eye, your sight, or your hearing, what would you go with? And I always say I would lose my hearing because I think the sight's far, far more important. Um, The idea of just waking up one day and not be able to see anything, I think, must be horrific.
1: Um, you must have seen those heartwarming videos, but of... It's usually children about three or four that I've never heard before.
0: Yeah, they hear their mums, they hear their mums' voice for the first time, don't they, little babies? You just burst into tears, man. Yeah. Laddie.
1: Anyway, you know that. <laughs> I know
0: you do, but um, I just think that say I I think you can cope without hearing because you can get subtitles, you can read books, you can do so many other things to almost replace that that sensory sort of feeling that you get from hearing things. Whereas if you don't have the sight, you, you've lost that. You've lost the pictures. You've lost what things look like. You've lost your scope of things. I think, and it just must be the worst thing ever. I would, I would lose an arm, I think, or a leg before I lost my eyes. I think, I think that's how I would, I would say it's that important. I think.
1: Yeah, your eyes, your eyes are important, man, and definitely. I think I'd rather be deaf than blind. I don't think there's any sort of real argument. Otherwise, right. Let's hope it never comes to that.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to keep both, truth be told. Um, yeah. Unless you get mega benefits for having been blind, I don't
1: know. No, I don't think so, man. Like, something that you wear as a an Apple Watch, basically, and scientists have found a way to harvest some of the energy that you spend when you exercise and turn that into electricity. So you won't need, like, you won't be giving out tons of energy, but they seem to think that they'll be able to get, like, a fitness tracker or a heart rate monitor or an Apple Watch to run off of your energy from your body?
0: That would be a game changer because the Apple Watch is a bit frustrating in that it's only got about an 18-hour battery life and I use it for sleep tracking as well. So I've got two Apple Watches. I've got one that I wear during the day.
1: and then <laughs> one... That's the most on-brand <laughs> thing you've ever said on your podcast, man. Yeah, no. then I
0: put the other one on the charging station at night and put the old one on and to track the sleep. Um, So that would be ideal if my wrist movement during the day which some days is more than others, um, would be enough to charge that battery and keep it going, that would be phenomenal. Make it happen, Apple. You've annoyed us a wee bit recently with some of your podcast behaviours, that could bring it back.
1: Yeah, we would hope so. Another thing that everybody seems to think would be happening would be flying cars. And we don't think that's going to be happening, but because cities are so congested nowadays, there's plans for a different kind of sort of transport hub, basically. And the UK has opened the first urban air. Airport, Urban Airport, um, the way I've typed that, it looked, uh, I said it like a fucking dick there. And it's received quite a lot of funding from the UK government. And it's not just delivery drones, which we seem to think are, are going to be a thing pretty soon. But this is something I don't know if I'd like to get in. An electric air taxi? Fuck that,
0: man. I don't want to get in the first one. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not against the idea in principle. I know that in, in America already, Domino's Pizza are delivering the pizzas on cars that drive themselves like honestly little dinky cars that the pizza goes in and comes to your house basically um they're i know they're trialing that already i know amazon are mega keen to start doing drone deliveries um it's just mental isn't it but all this stuff sounds mental but give it a couple of years and it'll just become second nature and you'll be used to it and it'll just be a thing that you think you think was always there yeah, but we we've had now. this
1: conversation about helicopters, mate. You wouldn't get in a helicopter, right? And they've been about for fucking about 100 years. But I, don't I know, would get in a helicopter.
0: helicopter. Like, I, I would get in the helicopter, I think. I'm not scared of a helicopter, even though it is like, statistically the most dangerous method of travel. Um, I would still get in one because it must be cool as fuck getting
1: in a helicopter, being important enough for a helicopter to come for you. I'd like to get in one of the big fucking massive ones, maybe like, you know, like the eight years. Or something or something like that. That.
0: Oh right, yeah, okay, but catching
1: helicopters. Yeah, something like that. That's had a billion pounds spent to make it. But like, like a sort of personal helicopter that a guy gets to be sit beside a guy, and it's just you two floating about in a fucking bubble with blades on top of that. I don't really fancy that at all. To be imagine like, you.
0: imagine going to the football in a helicopter though. Imagine that you're about to kick off. Um, it's twenty-three at the football, and your helicopter just lands. At the stadium, you jump out into your seat, you must just feel well, that like the most important yeah, person in the world. But that
1: Leicester City fucking chairman that literally crashed his helicopter doing that and died. Like it doesn't matter how many billions of pounds you've got, if you fucking go into the ground like a dart, you're going into the ground like a dart and you're gonna die, man. Like I just don't maybe it's because they're highlighted so much and it seems to be like because celebrities I suppose it's because it's mainly ce- celebrities that travel in them they've got more chance of hitting the the headlines when when it fails catastrophically. But there doesn't seem... I don't know, even with a plane, if it fails, you, you feel like somebody could... Like a talented pilot could glide it down. But if they blade stop going, you're just... Gravity just takes over, and that is you. Up absolute shit oh, right.
0: a a wear a parachute at all times.
1: <laughs> with an ejector seat, and then you get chopped up in the way up. Um, you mentioned dominoes there. This is off-topic. Like they've got something like 27 toppings that you can put in a pizza mm-hmm. do you know how many different pizzas you can make from that
0: oh it'll be fucking ridiculous because what is it not like the, the maths to do it is like 27 times, 26 times, 25 times 24. it's nuts, it'll be millions millions of probably it's, I guess 85 million different types yeah. of pizza you can get from Domino's it's, it's, it's like the burgers in Five Guys isn't it, like unlimited toppings so you have so many variations
1: it's absolutely mad This is kind of along the same lines as the storing energy or using energy in your body, but scientists have found a way to store energy in just red bricks, normal red bricks that you use to build your house, and that was in Washington. Um, They've developed a method that can turn the cheap and widely available building material into smart bricks, basically. They can store energy like a battery, so your whole house could be a big battery.
0: That's pretty cool. You could just push stuff into the wall and it just starts charging
1: off the brick. Uh, basically, I. Uh, do you think this is going to be a thing as well, just charging through the air? Yeah, I,
0: I bloody hope
1: so. The, the idea of Wi-Fi
0: charging or wireless charging is, I believe, as a concept, it is a thing. But getting it out there and in people's houses and where everybody would need it is that is the touching point, and it's hard to do. um But yeah, but I'd totally be up for that. Um, I like. I've got quite a lot of wireless charging stuff now that I use. Um, and I, I like that because I have got to the stage in my life, Jack, where put, putting a cable in is a bit too much effort for me. That's um, a Sometimes it breaks. Mm. Um, so I've got a few of the Apple MagSafe charging pads around the house and the side of the bed and stuff like that. So um, the next stage of that would just be turning on the, the Wi-Fi chargers in the house and basically everything charges through the sky. That would be wonderful.
1: I was charging my phone the other day, and I don't know if it's a new update thing, but like an optimised charging time thing came up, um, But it says your phone will be charged by half past seven in the morning, as if they're like, charging it differently instead of like.
0: Hello friends, Colin here, the looks, the charm and the brains behind Drug Memory. Just wanted to pop in and interrupt your listing pleasure to let you know about our Patreon and some changes. That we've made to it recently. We've introduced a £1 tier where you get absolutely hee haw, other than the sense of achievement that could only come from supporting two great guys like myself and Jack. We've also reduced the price of the two top tiers eh, by a pound on each of them just because we appreciate life is a little bit shit just now, and eh, if we can make things a little bit better for people, then we will. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory and you'll be able to get early access to shows, ad-free, and lots of bonus
1: content. Turbo charging it? It's almost like it's calculated, like you're getting up at that time, so we will charge it over a period. I don't know, is that to extend battery life? Do you know that?
0: Yeah, it's it's to to help basically the life of the battery, because when you most people plug their phones in at night when they go to bed, and if you go to bed at, say, 11 o'clock, like most normal people, Um, your phone's going to be fully charged by 3 o'clock in the morning probably and then your phone's going to sit for another 4 or 5 hours getting full charge, getting put into that battery non-stop, non-stop, non-stop so what they're doing now is they've built in some algorithm or software that knows when your battery gets charged up to about 97, 98% and it just basically cuts off the charge at that time and then it gives you the last 2 or 3% when it thinks you need it it does like sort of machine learning to know when you use your phone when you wake up and that sort of stuff and it's designed to stop your battery getting hammered for eight, nine hours a night when it doesn't need to.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. No, I've been rattling on a little bit. You want to take the couple of ones in, mate?
0: Yeah, I can do. It's I mean this is this is your research and science isn't my bag. So let's see how we go though. Um oh, that's about dogs. Yeah, I'd love a dog. Um I shouldn't that University has designed a robotic guide dog that will support visually impaired people who are unable to house a real animal. Um, the product designed by a lad called Anthony Camu, replicates the functions of a guide dog as well as programming quick and safe routes to destinations using real time data. Um, so, cool. yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, it's like you've seen the episode of Still Game where Jack and Victor get the wee robot, we dog.
1: robot dog, yeah, mental, it on mental, does it? It
0: ends up killing itself, it jumps in the pond. <laughs> um, <Sure does. laughs> um the, the idea of uh, that's, that's a really horrible thought, isn't it? Imagine being blind and needing a guide dog, but being so impaired that you can't even have a guide dog, that must be fucking awful. Um even
1: just having a bad allergy to dogs or something, because, like, guide dogs usually aren't hypoallergenic, they're long-haired, basically, so, like, if you've got an allergy, you're fucked.
0: We've got a, a family friend, a guy my dad knows, who has recently got a, a kind of guide dog stroke support dog type thing for himself, and... Like, there's so much more to these dogs do than help you cross the road. Like this dog will go in and actually open up the washing machine and stuff like that for him. And loads of things that you would think are just beyond a dog being able to comprehend and do. and um, but it opens up the washing machine, it helps him with tasks around the house, it does stuff that generally makes this guy's life easier. It's, it's amazing to hear him talking about how the difference this dog's made to him and not just him, the difference it's made to his wife now. Because his wife has a little bit of freedom now. She's been back to work and got to do stuff because she's not basically at his beck and call at all times because it's not needed anymore because of this bloody dog. It's, it's amazing, really, what they can do. So robot ones, amazing if they can help with that way and bring that to more people.
1: You obviously don't get that so, that social side of things, obviously, that sort of real connection, I don't think, with a fucking robo-dog. But it's, it's over and above that, the, the actual help, if these robot dogs can function to full capability, and you've got it for the rest of your life, you know.
0: That's a good point. Yeah,
1: dogs. The dogs unfortunately don't live as long as humans, so like it's a shame when that happens. You know.
0: Uh, this is another interesting one here? Um, tiny hybrid robots are getting made using stem cells from frog embryos, um, which could one day be used to swim around the human body to specific areas requiring medicine, or even used to gather microplastics in the ocean. So. If you rather than getting an injection straight into your arm or straight into your leg, they could put this hybrid robot stem cell thing into yeah. you. You could swallow it. You could put it up your arse. You could do everything to do with it. Up it. Yeah, stick up your arse. <laughs> yeah, all the science loses its power, doesn't it? You mentioned stick up your arse. Um, <laughs> so let's just stick with swallowing it. Um, when you swallow it, you um, it automatically goes to where the medicine needs to be. That's that is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, do you not remember that film from the 80s where the, the guy gets shrunk down into a tiny wee fucking...
0: Honey, I shot the kids? No,
1: well, it's similar to that, but except it was like like he gets put in a wee robot and gets into somebody's body and he's driving about. They made a Family Guy episode about it as well, where Stewie gets shrunk down. That's like a real film from the 80s. Shrunk down into a tiny wee sort of body spaceship and then like went into somebody's body to try and... I don't know if it was to fight disease or something like that, but yeah, it's definitely a film from the 80s, so that's becoming real life tactile virtual reality now mate like virtual reality is becoming a little bit better i think um but they want to basically make it tactile so it's like a device that you put on like gloves or whatever flexible material that is like so you move and you feel like you're touching things and it's definitely going to turn into a sex robot at some point or virtual sex like that is what will be driving this i think
0: let's be honest it's massively so. The, I think one of the most most used reasons for VR at the minute is porn. Is it? <laughs> like People, apparently, I don't have a virtual reality headset, so I've never experienced it, but apparently putting the virtual reality headset on and watching the old VR porn is... It's quite an upgrade from the old porno hub on your phone, I would imagine. Um, and if you're going to add a vibrating glove or something to that game.
1: A vibrating dick glove? Yeah. Yes,
0: uh, a vibrating fleshlight. then um, that could be a game changer for all the wankers of the world. Um, it could be amazing. The only stuff I've really done with VR Jack is the IKEA app, basically. I've, I've done the IKEA app where you can look at furniture and stuff and then put it in your house and see what it looks like by using VR. Um, I used the measuring tape on my iPhone, which is a VR measuring tape. You just.
1: Yeah, it's really bad. It doesn't work. Do you know that?
0: No, it doesn't. I did pictures with it and it was okay. I, mean, I think that's human error on your behalf, Jack. I think you've let yourself down there.
1: I made a it. I've used the uh, virtual reality. You know, you could buy that like box thing for like £1 and you fold it up and you put your phone in it sideways. Yes. Put that uh, on once and put the earphones in and got a, a virtual wank. I mean, a virtual haircut, yeah. <laughs> like it was like with the, the the 4D sound, whatever it is. So you look about and uh, sitting there bald, getting a virtual haircut. You know that just sort of shows you what society we're living in nowadays. What's that that got? Is that
0: MS, MSR or something? It's called, isn't it? Or
1: ASM? No, that's more like that's more like people like putting gloves on and saying, oh, "I'm going to stick my finger up your bum." <laughs>
0: one of the examples of that was getting a haircut. That was one of the early things you got a lot of MSR. Around right. was the, the sound of getting your hair cut and the snips and the scissors moving and stuff like that. Um, if yeah, you sure. get that for your AirPods now, see the Apple AirPods and stuff, they've got the spatial audio, so if you put them on, you can actually hear the audio moving around your head. It is quite impressive,
1: yeah. I don't, uh, I don't particularly see a massive reason for doing it really. Um, unless you try it once because it's cool, I've never went back for a virtual haircut after it. Like, I really want to try that again because it was. It was so fucking good. Uh, but if things get better, I'll be standing in front of my telly alone one day, shagging the air. Fuck it. I mean, with the cotton shut, just like going for it. What are you up to? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Forest fires could one day be dealt with with drones. Um, not with water, but loud noise, basically. So they shout to the trees below. And since sound is made up of pressure waves, basically, it sort of disrupts the air around the fire basically cutting off the supply of oxygen because obviously fire needs oxygen. So, yeah, shout at the fires to put them out as, as the future, mate. That's pretty cool.
0: I I skimmed, read that earlier on. I just read forest fires, I read drones. And I'm not going to lie, my assumption was drones with watering cans of some description. Um But no, that's amazing. Just shouting at the fire. Stop burning. Stop
1: um, it. You've got tattoos, mate. So you do? So they are. I do have a few tattoos, yeah. Um And...
0: There's now a £3 pain-free tattoo removal. Uh, thanks to PhD student Alec Falconum in the USA, he's worked out how to harness a property of your body's own immune system and delivered a cream that delivers drugs to white blood cells called macrophages, um, causing them to release the ink they took up in order to protect your skin during the tattooing process. So you can buy this cream, or you're going to be able to mass produce eventually by this cream that would remove your tattoos. Would you remove any of your tattoos that you've got already, Jack?
1: Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind getting another. The very, not the very first one. I got the second one. I've got like a mad like skull thing on the inside of my right arm. That was very much of my martial stage. You know, and I thought, yeah, skulls are cool. And it's clearly not. I don't hate it, but I would. I, if it could disappear for three pound, and then it hurt. Then I would probably rub it out. Yeah. You know, but the rest I, of them I'm pretty happy with, man. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I'd remove any of mine. I'd, I've I've got a tattoo of Morrissey's face on one one of my arms, and he's not went. So far, yet that I have to get them removed from my skin, but y- y- it's always an option. I'm to say, but other than that, no. I mean, I've got stupid tattoos. I've got a, I've got a easy shoe, on one of my arms, and all sorts of silly stuff. But I don't think I would get rid of them.
1: Very quickly, mate. Like before we go on to, uh, oh, I've got a quiz for you. Yet, then, by the way, I've, I've sneaked that one in.
0: Oh, that's something to look forward to.
1: Yes. What? What? What are your thoughts on sort of science denials, You know, like when people say things like or scientists are sometimes wrong, and then admit the fact that the people who disprove scientists are mostly all scientists, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, these people are generally fucking mentally ill, or just stupid. Um, I saw an example of this the other day, someone that was denying dinosaurs existed. Right, okay. Because they were saying something Where? about... They were. It was on the internet, it was on Twitter, I think, um, and they were talking about how um, dinosaur fossils are the only proof that there was dinosaurs and fossils are really just old bits of rock that have kind of all fused together in the ground and don't really mean anything and stuff like that. So, if that's the kind of mindset you're dealing with for these science deniers, it's. I, I don't think so much the science deniers aren't the biggest issue for me because you're always going to get idiots that say these things. It's more bigger for me is the ones that latch onto these people and believe them and then pass it off. And they, sometimes they pass information
1: off. Second hand, with even bits emitted from it, which makes it even more daft. Yeah, quote mining is a massive thing, and, and cherry picking these sort of things that people do. Like, oh, let's take that tiny, tiny one example and ignore the hundreds of other things around it that you'll disprove it or, but yeah, go, go against it. It's really fucking. It's really frustrating because all it takes is for one sort of eminent person, like somebody who's got a bit of clout about them, for example, like fucking Gwyneth Paltrow or some cunt like that to come out and say, I've put my fanny juice into this fucking cupcake and it'll make you grow wings or whatever it is she it's says. It's a candle, it's a fanny candle she's got. Right? Aye. She's a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> but she's like, she comes out and she says shit will that, people get behind it because of who she is. These are the people that should be slapped about the dish and say, oh, wake up, stop being such a dick. yeah it's
0: it's off topic for a second right but she's a really good example of somebody like as exact good reason for that like she produces a candle which is made up of her vagina for talking sake and people buy it and people listen to her about all this stuff she is a fucking nobody she's not done anything good since sliding doors like why does she somebody that people listen to compared to a scientist that has went to university he is then fucking swatted and swatted and swatted and had studies done, had these studies recognised, proven them, and got them actually published. It's not a case of these scientists just wake up one day and go I'm a scientist, so I'm telling you this. That's not how it works. Like The, the work that goes into something scientific actually being proven is huge. And for someone like Gwyneth Paltrow to turn around and say "It's a lot of nonsense, it's mental, and it's the power of celebrity that people latch onto her rather than the scientist.
1: It really is. You'll get people saying as well like, "Oh, hundreds of years ago that if you said somebody got sick because a little creature so tiny that nobody could see them, they would have thought that that was a crazy conspiracy theory. Yes, 100, like 300 years ago they would have thought that. And this is the one smidgen that I will give conspiracy theorists, right? See if in 200 years, some of the wacky shit they're saying gets proven. I'll hold my hands up being dead and say I was wrong. But right now, I just fucking prove it. Like, prove it now, right? Okay, some things have been proven, but again, that's cherry-picking. That's like the tiny wee things that you cherry-pick. Like there was, There's was, there been conspiracy theories about for years, and they get forgotten about because they're off the fucking nut, basically. Um, I, like,
0: um, I like scientific theories and myths that
1: sound right, but
0: you've never got any way of proving them. Probably my favourite one would be if everybody in China stood in a chair and jumped off it, the world would fall off its axis, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's actually been disproven besides. science. Um,
0: how Because the only way to do that really is to get everything in China, stand in
1: a chair. Or just use maths, like just calculate oh, it, man.
0: Maths is for losers.
1: Have you any sort of good science ideas? My favourite one, um not my favourite one, the one that I think would take over the world would be a dream recorder that recorded your dreams, even just a dream app. So you woke up in the morning and you had your wee half hour film of your dreams the night before. <laughs> so you actually get to watch them back when you're awake, that Yeah, that's pretty, what I
0: mean. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. They're going to
1: definitely do that in the future. Like I very rarely out.
0: dream, um, but I've dreamt a little bit this week, and see, try to piece them together in the morning and try to remember little parts of it, and then you go for a pee, and you come back to bed, you've lost it all at that point, it's done. It yeah. is frustrating, so it would be mad yeah. to watch it back. Yeah. Um, I did a you-
1: Beyonce once that was so graphic that I would have saved it and put it on the internet. It was amazing. It was, amazing. was like- a sexy dream. It was a sexual dream with Beyonce. Like so you people would watch that and it would probably put porn out of business. The film industry might be might be on edge because people would why would you know why to wake up and just watch your own wee half an hour TV show every single day? Or longer than that. I don't know how long you dream for because you do tend to only remember a couple of minutes and it tends to be see if I wake up in the morning and then sort of turn over and then half go back to sleep and I kinda remember my dreams. But
0: yeah, your dreams are pretty short in length by all accounts. I think from a scientific standpoint, Phil, the only scientific type of invention I would like, and this is a science stroke medical invention it would need to be, I would like the, to be able to install like a, a spring mechanism sort of thing in my neck, right, so that I could lift my neck off, lift my head off my shoulders and put it on the table in front of me, but my eyes would stay up here where they are sort of thing. And I could do my hair in the morning
1: properly. Ah, see, we, we spoke about this weeks ago. I don't know where it was, but we were having this conversation. And when we had the conversation at first, you said, I just want to take my head off. And then we went, but your eyes would then, you wouldn't be able to do your hair. So you have updated it. Like,
0: yeah, I want the eyes to be on a wee, like, a wee spring thing. You know like those <laughs> spring things that go downstairs? A slinky. Yeah. A slinky. Honestly, like if you're, you're neck's like a slinky, your head pops forward, but your eyes stay up. You get your hair looking cool as fuck, pop your head back on, and then that's you, good to go.
1: And that would be like getting a real 4D haircut you would need. that's it. That's there you go, fuck science. That's what I would bring to the table, (laughs) making your hair look nicer. What about genetically modifying animals so you could keep them as pets, like tiny wee penguins, little pigs? I know we do get little pigs, but like I'd love a penguin. I'd love a wee penguin.
0: Yeah, a wee baby penguin that stays small. Doesn't have to go and set an egg for fucking six months. Doesn't walk through the light for the North Pole. That would be pretty cool. We tigers, we lions.
1: Yeah, and then if you could get a universal animal translator, so like when you cat me out at you, it would say, "I'm hungry." That's all it would probably say. But you know what I mean? Like it'd be nice to be able to have that conversation. You can just because dogs understand you, but you don't understand them. You know, you kind of get to know your dog. Um, I suppose robo dogs may be the future, and then you can let it just have a. A conversation with your robo dogs.
0: If you could have, like, you've you've got a dog. You're the very lucky set to a lucky position. You've got a dog. I don't have a, a dog, unfortunately, at the minute because my wife's got allergies. Yeah, you do have a lovely cat as well. But you do not think the dynamic in the relationship would change quite a lot if if your Charlie could like talk back to you? You might you, you might realise that he's about your a dick, or he's like really sarcastic at oh, times. Really yeah, or... fucking
1: needy. I missed you. I missed you. But come back. Come back. Come back. I miss you.
0: Yeah. Like, big puppy eyes and the barking, you, you get used to that and it's just nice. But if it was, tick, tick,
1: tick, 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 tick
0: like, I, I don't know, that would
1: be... we will bend an idea then, we won't do that one.
0: Yeah, keep the animals as they are. Well,
1: we'll just tell your mother that, uh, that uh, we ate it all.
0: Wrong Term Emery has joined forces with Piesports at Piesports.com.
1: The pies are absolutely class. I love the Mr. Sings chicken and Bala. That is so tasty.
0: That is a good one. I think my favourite would probably be the macaroni though.
1: I prefer meat in my pie. That's what she said. <laughs> Deary me. So if I was to pick a second favourite, it would be the steak, haggis, and peppercorn sauce.
0: It's not a bad choice for any of these pies, Driftbuttal Jack, because you've got things like the Dirty Mac, the mac and cheese with black pudding. Traditional scotch pie, you've got the Mr Singh's chicken and bala like we spoke about. And if you like a bit of beef, you've got the beefy bake. The choices are endless.
1: And even if you're trying to lose a couple of pounds like myself and Colin, probably could. There is the skinny scotch, which has got 40% reduced fat.
0: Sounds good. And one of the best things about this company is you don't have to go to the bakers and stand in a queue with people full of germs to get these. You don't have to go to Asda, you don't have to go to Morrison's, you don't have to go to Tesco, nowhere like that. You go to piesports.com, you select your pies, you put in your address and they deliver them to your house, anywhere in central Scotland. It couldn't be easier than
1: that. As a listener, you get special treatment though and you can win a box of pies delivered anywhere in the UK. All
0: you've got to do is look out for the hashtag WTM pies on Twitter or use our website wrongtermemory.com and fill in the form there and you could win a box of pies each week on the show.
1: May as well pass to a couple of other Scottish legends. That's magic. Well, what's that? 17 minutes ago, was it? Mm. We're in the house minding my own business, lining my ribs, Then, Booth. We're here on the high street, searching for the beefy bake. Huh.
0: That is the power of advertising, Jackboy. Mm. We are the mere puppets of your marketing bigwigs.
1: We are the marketing bigwigs for sure, Colin. Uh, who's our pie winner this week? Our pie winner this week is... Um
0: Blue Cost on Twitter who left a spectacular gif of I think Fat Bastard from Austin Powers, wasn't it? Um I think his real name is Graham Mack something. Um he's one of these guys with a Twitter name, then part of his real name and the underneath his Twitter. But Graham, you know us, we know you. Get in touch, send us a DM, your address, and we will sort you out with the pies for this week. Um everyone else, just keep your eyes on the Twitter uh, on Monday when this comes out, and you'll see this week's latest competition for pies. <laughs> It's Jack's quiz. I know you're
1: Right, Colin, here we go. Right, a little bit of a quiz for you. And I know you're excited about this. Some have options and some don't. These quizzes were found online basically for primary threes to primary sevens, right? Fucking eight, That's a man. sort of range. You're going to make me look like a dick here. Right. Animals that suckle their young are called? Suckers. Do you know, uh,
0: no? Um suckers uh,
1: c- c- carn or something I, I don't know mammals oh right. <laughs> no no right okay that, that, was just a, that was just a start mate right okay. this, um we've got a little bit of a, a choice now what part of the plant conducts photosynthesis branch leaf root or trunk I believe it's the leaf it is the leaf well done what is the boiling point of water
0: have I got some options for this no I think it's like 88 or something
1: like that. It's uh, just—it's 100 degrees. Oh, okay. That seems too obvious. Right, okay. I think, right, I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway there. I think what you're thinking of is the perfect temperature to maybe pour a tea or a coffee isn't boiling water. You don't boil the water full, full, um, because it does something to the tea taste. Neither of us would know because we don't drink hot drinks. Anyway, what is the largest land animal?
0: Oh, land animal, okay. It's, you would think elephant, but it's not. Um, What's happening? Is it
1: that that an elephant? Am I right?
0: Yes, yes, oh, elephant, right. Right.
1: okay. So you're overthinking this. Remember, this ah, is. Yeah, I'm for...
0: overthinking it.
1: Yes. Um, which nutrient plays an essential role in muscle building? Protein, carbohydrate, iron, or fat? Um, I
0: think it's iron. Uh, protein. Was a protein? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's why all these fucking big monsters that go to the gym have always got their protein checks. I didn't know that was to give them big bones. I thought that was more like to... Uh, well, you must have misheard the question. Muscle building?
0: Oh, right. I thought you said for bones. Right, okay. Oh, right. If, said, no. if you said muscle, I would have said protein. So right, that not okay.
1: get point. Right. <laughs> right, you get... I'm not keeping score. Okay. Uh, Earth is surrounded by layers of gases collectively called the hydrosphere, stratosphere, atmosphere, or ozone layer.
0: The ozone layer?
1: No, it's uh, one of the other ones. I've not, I've not got a note of the answer, so I forgot. But, <laughs> but
0: you know it's not the one I not, said, you know that one. But... I know it's not ozone layer because okay.
1: I thought everybody will go for ozone there. It's one of the other ones. Stratosphere, okay. I think, maybe. Um, somebody can get in contact if anybody's still listening. Uh, the standard unit you know, of measurement for energy is Newton, ampere, Watt or Joule?
0: I think it's watt, as in like kilowatts.
1: Uh, I don't know, I can't remember now. I should have took the notes. Uh, we'll go for Joule, thank eh, Energy, Joule. Fuck it. Earthquakes are caused due to movements of what? Uh, Richter's. Tectonic plates. Richter's. An acidic... Yeah, that's what's measured in, yes. An acidic liquid will have a watt pH. A negative pH. Yeah, good... Yeah, we are. Yes. I know you know this one, mate. We spoke about this. The watt is often labelled the powerhouse of the cell.
0: Oh, the mitochondria. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> See, I knew yeah, you. That's like the energy gets
0: released from food and stuff
1: like that. Yes. See, I do listen to you sometimes, mate. Right, is so that us? I think we'll yeah, call that, that is us for today. Yeah. I won't be doing a quiz again. That was absolutely fucking junk. We'll go back to the good stuff next week. So send us your 1996 memories on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Try to
0: try to do something that's not Euro
1: ninety six because we know we're going to get
0: everything to do with Euro ninety-six. So everything apart for Euro ninety six, please.
1: Yeah, that will do. Right, as always guys, thanks for tuning in. We will speak to you soon.
0: Bye. the best pods in the best network quite the thing